0: Good evening. Our top story tonight, the NFL Combine is underway. We've got some fast DBs. We've got some explosive defensive linemen. We're still waiting on the tight ends to test, but we also had a bunch of stuff from the other skill positions other than tight ends. We had the quarterbacks, the wide receivers all up at the podium answering questions. Caleb Williams, not going to do his medicals. Marvin Harrison Jr. skips his interview. Should we be worried about some of the top prospects in the NFL draft? Or is this much ado about nothing? We will answer that and break down everything coming out of the combine, including cuts, signings, everything else on Player Profiler today. So happy to be here live on player profiler today. Make sure you subscribe to the player profiler news channel. If you're watching this on YouTube or on Twitter slash X, remember, when the light is on in the J, we are live. So I'm here answering all of your questions as well. But let's get to some of the top stories of today. And of course, like every other day, the chatter is all about Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams will become the first player in NFL Combine history to skip his medicals. Caleb Williams, unprecedented. We have never ever seen a prospect refuse to test. We've never seen a prospect say, nah, I'm good. No medical testing for me. You you don't get to know. We're not going to do that. We're not going to give every team my medicals. Caleb Williams is one of one. And we also saw Marvin Harrison Jr. scheduled to talk today at 8.20 a.m. and he doesn't show up to his press conference. Are the stars of this NFL draft, are they Big leaguing the NFL, or is there more going on? Well, I've got some news for you. This is much ado about nothing. For Caleb Williams, let's start there. So, yes, he is the first player to ever skip the medicals at the NFL Combine, but it's not that he's never going to do medicals. It's not like he's saying, hey, Chicago, if you want to draft me, you don't get to know about my health until you do it. No, that's not what's happening. Instead, Caleb Williams is taking the long way around and saying, if you want to bring me in, if you want to meet with me, if you want to do all of that, like we're going to be drafting Caleb Williams, then yeah, I'll do my medicals with your team doctor, but I'm not doing the whole song and dance. And this is absolutely weird. Caleb Williams is going about this in an unorthodox manner. No agent for Caleb Williams. We saw this with Lamar Jackson all those years ago. It's not something that is unprecedented. Just the skipping the medicals is the unprecedented action by Caleb Williams. But he is also not an unprecedented quarterback, but it almost feels like it, right? I mean, Andrew Luck had a lot of hype coming out, and I'm not comparing them as prospects. I'm just talking about the hype. It feels as though Caleb Williams has... Maybe it's the social media era. But I don't think we've ever seen hype like Caleb Williams for years and years and years. For three years now, Caleb Williams has been the first overall pick. There is so much hype. He controls his own destiny. So I'm not denying this is weird. I'm not saying that this is normal. But I'm saying this isn't going to stop a team drafting Caleb Williams first overall. If anything, it gives an advantage to the team that drafts Caleb Williams. Because the teams that... Don't get to draft Caleb Williams. Don't get to see the medicals. They don't get to know the medical history for Caleb Williams. So unless you're interested in actually taking Caleb Williams as the first, second, third overall pick, then you don't get to know. So maybe there's a slight advantage there. I don't know. The other red flag that people are talking about at the NFL combine, Marvin Harrison Jr. He skips his press conference. He was supposed to go live at 820 Eastern, talking to all the fans, and he doesn't. And everyone freaks out, all the aggregates, JPA, Doovy, Kleiman, all of them are just roasting this man that he is not there, that he skipped out on his interview. And then we find out later in the day from Chris Carter, the Hall of Fame wide receiver, that he got called in for more medical testing. He was in a body scan at the time, and so he missed his press conference. You may say, oh, well, that seems a little fishy. No one batted an eye. Last year, when Tyson Bagent had his father, the arm wrestling champion, Travis Bagent, go and do his combine presser for him. Because the same thing happened. Tyson Bajant ended up taking more time in his medical than expected. And no one bats an eye. Instead, actually, we get a lot of positive press. Because Travis Bajant is just such a fun, entertaining guy that doesn't matter that Tyson Bajan ends up skipping his interview. And this doesn't matter either. Marvin Harrison Jr. not doing his interview doesn't matter at all. This was out of his control. He did his interviews with the teams, as far as we know. If he skipped out on interviews with teams, maybe that's a little bit of a red flag. But as of now, Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., so much surrounding them, so much chatter about their futures, the red flags that they may or may not have for now with these two specific pieces of information it is much ado about nothing we'll talk more marvin harrison where is he going to go still looking like the arizona cardinals but we'll talk about that nfl combine and more right after this word from the pot father
1: this episode is brought to you by player profiler the dynasty deluxe package The rankings are the best in the industry. It includes strategy mode where you can say, hey, change the rankings to be win now. Oh, change the rankings to be productive struggle. There's also a draft planner to help strategize where you should take players because the draft planner also includes ADP. There's a trade finder where we look up on My Fantasy League and we see trades that are done, including a particular player. Then there's a trade analyzer where you can plug in draft picks, players, and we assign a lifetime value to draft picks out five years. The best thing about our trade analyzer, it can't be gamed with volume. And there's mock draft data to see right now what's the market for player X versus player Y, including in the fall when very few mock drafts are happening. And our Dynasty Guide, the Dynasty Dominator would cost you 10 bucks on Amazon, but you get it for free with Dynasty Deluxe. And you get our Rookie Guide for free, a $25 value. So you get all of that for $45. So it's a great deal. Oh, hey, it's a Mr. Breakout Finder coming at you. The Breakout Finder features three key tools, a database of metrics that include speed score, college dominator, breakout age, but also Breakout Finder only stats like dynamic score, level of competition, teammate score. All of these things are part of the overall Breakout Finder algorithm that pinpoints the probability that a player will break out. Everyone's talking about my model does this and my model does that. Well, We give you the data points that go into the model, we have a feature that lets you compare players, and then we give you the precise probability of every wide receiver, every running back, sorted and filterable by class year. So when I'm talking to my friends and I need to show them why I'm so bullish on Player X, I pull out the Breakout Finder and BAM! There he is. So go to the App Store, go to Google Play, it's 5 bucks to get the Breakout Finder, and then a couple extra bucks to get some of these additional enhanced stats. Go download it and thank me
0: later. And we are back. So just a reminder, the Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison, junior drama is much ado about nothing. A lot of talk about Caleb Williams. And the first question that he has asked at his press conference. Yikes. There are better ways to ask that question, but it's Twitter. It's the fantasy football community. The reaction has been almost as bad as the question itself. So, If you haven't seen it already, go check out Caleb Williams starting the NFL Combine, his presser. As for Marvin Harrison, the odds are still in the Cardinals' favor, minus 200, that Marvin Harrison Jr. will end up as an Arizona Cardinal. Patriots sitting there at plus 375, the Bears at plus 450, Commanders a long shot at plus 3,000, and everyone else, when it comes to Marvin Harrison Jr., plus 5,000 or more, because we all expect... Three quarterbacks to go at the top of the draft. Whether it is to the commanders and the Patriots at two and three, the talk is that we're going to get three QBs to start the draft. But could it be four straight quarterbacks? This has never happened in the history of the NFL that we get four quarterbacks to start the draft. But JJ McCarthy, he just keeps creeping in and creeping in and sneaking into the conversation. And now it goes from top 15 to top 10, to potentially in the top three picks. J.J. McCarthy, according to some people, is better than Caleb. Not Well, I'm sure there are people that think J.J. McCarthy over Caleb Williams. In fact, I know there are some, but there are people that have him over Jaden Daniels. There are people that have him over Drake May. J.J. McCarthy will only throw at the NFL Combine, though, just so you know. No 40, no jumps from J.J. McCarthy. He's got a tight hamstring, but he will be pushing to be one of the first Four picks in the NFL draft and even higher than that. As for the rest of the NFL combine, we have a lot happening today. No red flag for Brock Bowers. Brock Bowers weighs enough. Thank you, Brock Bowers, for putting on the bulk. There were some real concerns that Brock Bowers gonna weigh in at 230 pounds, but nope, he is big enough. Six foot three, two forty-three. That's what we want at a tight end. As long as you're over 240 pounds, you check that box. Anything below that, and you might just be a move tight end. You might just be Evan Engram, who has been great at times in fantasy football, but has also been phased out of the game as well, has suffered some injuries. Brock Bowers, Wang in at 243, is huge, absolutely huge. Our guy Theo Greminger, big fan, and he is ecstatic. As for the rest of the NFL combine, we move on to the running back position. Braylon Allen. Been working and talking with Derek Henry for over a year now. Last summer, especially, they were talking together, getting a lot of tips on how to become a professional athlete with the nutrition, with the regimen and all that. So Braylon Allen working with Derrick Henry, that is fantastic news. Helped him prep for his final season of college, and they're still keeping in touch. Jonathan Brooks, the RB1 for some out there, is hoping or expecting, really, that he's going to be ready for July 1st. He tore his ACL plans to be ready for training camp. He's not wearing a knee brace now. So Jonathan Brooks is looking like he's going to be ready for the summer. Final news and note on the running back position at the NFL combine, Frank Gore jr. Ended up meeting with the San Francisco 49ers and he's not the only son of a 49er to meet with the team. No, Brendan Rice, the son of legendary receiver, Jerry Rice, also meets with the San Francisco 49ers. Can you imagine that if Frank Gore Jr. and Brendan Rice end up on the 49ers together? Oh, that would just be beautiful. Probably not going to happen, but wouldn't it be beautiful? 49ers also spent a lot of time down in Texas. Kyle Shanahan, very good friends with the head coach there, Steve Sarkeesian, and they're spending a lot of time together, Xavier Worthy. Knows Kyle Shanahan very well. Could Xavier Worthy be a Brandon Ayuk replacement if they do indeed trade him, which they're probably not going to? Keep an eye on that. The cornerbacks ran earlier today. We're still waiting on the tight end stuff to come in. I don't have any notifications that anything crazy has happened yet. Tight end's supposed to run tonight. If I remember correctly, maybe I'm wrong. But either way, corners were popping. There were several. That ran 4 3 or better. I think there were eight cornerbacks to run 4 3 or better, including Nate Wiggins. And my goodness, the betting line that Nate Wiggins was going to run a 4 5 5. Everyone out there was saying, you got to take the under. You got to take the under. Ray Garvin. You got to take the under. Fusu Vu. You got to take the under. Everyone who is in on these player props, Cody Carpentier and the rest of Roster Watch, anyone who studies 40 time and gain speed. New Nate Wiggins is running better than a four, five, five. And he runs a four, two, eight. And he's disappointed because Nate Wiggins limps off the field, pops a hip flexor, says he's going to be fine. Thinks it's a short-term injury, but not going to be able to participate for the rest of the combine. But a four, two, eight, while injuring yourself is insane. We also saw Quinion Mitchell, From Toledo, he dominated at the Senior Bowl and then runs a 4-3-3 unofficial as well. Though, we didn't see Kool-Aid McKinstry run today, and we also didn't see Cooper DeJean test today. McKinstry, Kool-Aid was supposed to test, but then during the medical process, they discovered a Jones fracture in his foot. And so basically, a Jones fracture. Let's say my hand is a foot, the thumb is the big toe, and this right here, my pinky finger is where a Jones fracture would happen. It happens right here, down in the internal part of the hand. It's not the phalange that's broken. It's the inside the palm or inside the foot for Kool-Aid McKinstry that is broken. So he is not participating. Does expect to participate at the Alabama Pro Day. He's going to have surgery. I don't know if that's likely, but... It's possible because Alabama always has two pro days one's way later. So it's possible. But we may not get a 40 time for Kool-Aid McKinstry. Same with Cooper DeJon, the Iowa State cornerback. or Not Iowa State. He's just Iowa. But he is recovering from a broken leg, so he is not participating at the Combine. But what about the quarterback position? Once again, final news and notes on the Commanders and the quarterback position at the NFL Combine. Josh Harris, the new owner of the Washington Commanders, he is in the room with these quarterbacks interviewing the potential new employees, the new QB one for the Washington commanders. And people are freaking out. Well, we just got away from one owner that wanted his hands and everything. And now we've got another one that's going to meddle and make the decisions. I don't think that's what's happening here. Adam Peters, the new general manager of the Washington commanders has had a lot of job offers and he's turned down a lot of teams over the years. If that was the case, if Josh Harris was going to be the one making the decisions, I don't think he's with the commanders unless he got completely fooled. But again, I just don't see that as likely. But are you really surprised that a brand new owner, a guy who paid what? $8 billion for the Washington commanders wants to at least interview and get a first impression of the potential new face of his toy Let's call it. It's an investment. It's a business, whatever. It's his toy, much like Jerry Jones. So no surprise that he wants to be in on the interview process as long as he is just involved and not making the decisions. I am okay with it. Commander's making some moves today. They cut Charles Leno, their left tackle. We at Player Profiler expected him to be cut last year. We were surprised when he ended up making the team and sticking throughout training camp. Not that he shouldn't be a starter, but just... It seemed as though the commanders were completely remaking their offensive line. Now, that is definitely happening because they also cut their center, Nick Gates, as well, just one year into a three year deal. And they cut tight end Logan Thomas as well. Logan Thomas clears clears $6.5 million in cap space. He ends his career with the Washington Commanders with 14 touchdowns, over 1,600 yards, and over 180 receptions. Where is Logan Thomas going to land? I mean, he's not going to be a starter right? Or could a team like the Bengals decide to take a chance on Logan Thomas and make him the starter? Very interesting. Logan Thomas should be a tight end too. At this point in his career, the injuries are catching up with them, but Logan Thomas is always that guy for fantasy football that sometimes surprises the Commanders, though, they are now second in the NFL in cap space after these moves. They were first for a hot minute, and then the Patriots come in and they cut J.C. Jackson, clear $14 million in cap space. Now the Patriots sitting here with over $100 million in salary cap. Just insane. The Patriots have a lot of money to spend. Potentially a new quarterback being picked third overall. Patriots are in a beautiful position. Best of luck to Gerard Mayo, the new head coach. Best of luck to the Minnesota Vikings. They're making some moves as well. Alexander Madison is out of there. They move on from the former starting running back Alexander Madison. Three point three five million dollars saved. One point one and a quarter million in dead cap. Alexander Madison just was not the answer, and we saw for years. In one-game samples, Alexander Madison was dominant, filling in for Dalvin Cook. When Dalvin Cook would get hurt, miss a game, he was great. But most of those performances came against the Detroit Lions when they were at their worst. It was Matt Patricia in that first year of the Dan Campbell regime where the Lions went three and whatever. So now Alexander Madison was asked to be a full-time starter, Rushes for under 700 yards, under four yards per carry and zero touchdowns on the ground. Now we did have three receiving touchdowns, but the Vikings abysmal run game. And a lot of that is the offensive line, but Alexander Madison just isn't that guy to make plays to exceed or excel past what he's blocked for. Where's Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler, same offensive line, four and a half yards per carry, 461 yards, rushing three touchdowns on the ground from Ty Chandler. That's three more than Alexander Madison also had 21 receptions, average 7.6 yards per reception. Could Ty Chandler be the starting running back of the Minnesota Vikings in name? Yes, but I do fully expect the Vikings to draft someone in the third, fourth, fifth round to compete with Ty Chandler, Ty Chandler, a speedy back, a slasher, a change of pace back. They're going to want to add a grinder. We can see that coming already. Someone to replace Alexander Madison. So while I do love Ty Chandler and I'm excited to see his role grow, and Kevin O'Connell was hyping Ty Chandler up earlier at the NFL combine. We'll see where his ADP lands for now. I'm I'm all in, but we'll see where his ADP lands. If he gets steamed up too much and they end up adding another running back, very, very possible. We're also hearing that the Vikings could be one of the teams to trade up into that top three. No bones about it. The Vikings, the Raiders, and especially the Giants are in on trading up for a quarterback. Will any of them give enough to land a top three pick? Will any of them even be entertained? Or will the commanders and Patriots say, no, nah, we're just going to draft our quarterback and move on with it? But the Giants. Very interested, especially in landing a new quarterback. They're also interested in bringing Saquon Barkley back. They met with him on Wednesday at the combine. Apparently it went well, but at this point, I think Saquon Barkley is going to hit free agency at the very least shop around, see what else teams are offering him. I'd be shocked if this close to free agency, we saw Saquon Barkley re-sign with the New York Giants. We also may be looking at a new Giants team without Darren Wall or Darren Waller. Earlier today, it was announced that he wasn't retiring. Then Darren Waller clears the air and says, no, nah, I haven't made any decisions yet. Could Darren Waller end up retiring? Very possible, if not probable, at this point. When the announcement came that he wasn't retiring, that seemed all good. But when Darren Waller comes out and says, no, nah, I haven't made a decision yet, uh, seems like he is probably on his way to retiring, unfortunately. Hope we're wrong. Hope Darren Waller comes back. Hope he can kick that nagging hamstring injury best of luck to darren waller other moves around the nfl kevin byard was cut earlier today by the philadelphia eagles they traded a fifth and sixth round pick as well as their starter at the time at safety terrell edmonds to the tennessee titans and get kevin byard and then kevin byard doesn't even last a full year with the Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles now sneakily have $42 million in cap space. Eagles have money to spend this free agency, and it's a pivotal year for the Philadelphia Eagles. Nick Sirianni definitely on the hot seat, could be trading Hassan Reddick and could free up even more cap space. Cowboys interested in the trade for Hassan Reddick, looking to make a splash on the defense in their all-in year. Would the Eagles trade a star pass rusher to an in-division rival? I doubt it, but anything can happen in the NFL. Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, they could be trading or cutting Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup is apparently available. At the very least, the Cowboys are shopping Michael Gallup, but if no trade happens, Michael Gallup could very well end up cut. And typically, when that's the case, when we hear they're shopping but could cut a player— Typically, they end up cut because teams say, well, you're cutting them anyways. Why am I giving up the pick? Sometimes they slip in a seventh rounder. We'll see if Michael Gallup is with the Cowboys or traded or cut and signs with another team. Final cut of the last 24 hours. Marcus May, former starting safety of the New Orleans Saints, moves on. He is cut after two two seasons and just 17 games from Marcus May, former star safety for the New York Jets. Saints also restructure Cam Jordan, free up one and a half million dollars. He joins Derek Carr, Eric McCoy, Cesar Ruiz, and Nathan Shepard. That's five restructures of contracts already. And many more coming for the New Orleans Saints. Other news and notes with free agency approaching. Aaron Jones has been asked to take a pay cut, and he could be cut if he doesn't take the pay cut. Aaron Jones seems like the one running back who might be safe from being cut ahead of free agency. But now that the Packers are asking him to take less money, never a good sign. We'll see if Aaron Jones sticks with the Green Bay Packers. We do know AJ Dillon is unlikely to stick with the Green Bay Packers, not expecting him to re-sign. He's going to hit free agency and expected to go elsewhere. Speaking of the running back position, the Steelers will not commit to Najee Harris. Picking up his fifth-year option seems unlikely at this point. Would pay him $6.8 million next year if they pick up Najee Harris's fifth-year option, which isn't a ton of money, but is it worth the production you've got from Najee Harris at this point? I don't know about that, especially when you've got Jalen Warren, almost a Jalen Wright, who is also a juicy running back, but Jalen Warren, when you've got him as an undrafted free agent, on a cheap contract eh, very well could be looking at Najee Harris moving on or at least hitting free agency in 2025 with free agency approaching a lot of teams are trying to figure out the quarterback position including the Atlanta Falcons they are still the heavy favorite to land Justin Fields at minus 425 but we keep hearing ah, is Justin Fields a fit for this offense is Justin Fields a Kyle Shanahan, Sean McVay type offensive guy? Is he a West Coast offense type of quarterback? I'm not so sure about that. It seems the NFL is not either. So Kirk Cousins instead keeps getting linked to the Atlanta Falcons. We keep hearing that it's the Falcons and the Vikings. Now we're starting to hear that the Vikings may let Kirk Cousins move on. They may allow him to shop around for the highest bidder. And the Vikings could be looking in a new direction if Kirk Cousins, he is one of the few players that could be signed ahead of free agency. Because he is a quarterback, because quarterback is such a valuable position, the Vikings could just throw the bag at him and say, Hey, we're done. You're back. Let's put this to bed. But that's starting to sound like it's not going to be the case. And it's starting to sound like Kirk Cousins could be an Atlanta Falcon. I apologize for all the changes that have happened. We've gone from Drake May to Justin Fields to Kirk Cousins. Still sounds like the Falcons are going to try to trade up. Kind of sounds like that's not going to happen. But we will keep you updated on Player Profiler today as the quarterback position turns. And the final piece of quarterback information, final piece of news that we're hearing around the NFL comes from the New England Patriots with that third overall pick, Baker Mayfield has the support of some people with the New England Patriots. The Patriots are one of those teams that does their due diligence on all the top prospects. I guarantee you the Patriots will be meeting with Caleb Williams, will be meeting with Drake May, will be meeting with Jaden Daniels, even if they weren't picking in the top three. This is just what the Patriots do because you never know when a quarterback like Baker Mayfield is going to hit free agency, is going to be available after flaming out with the Cleveland Browns. So that's why the Patriots meet with all of these guys. They've done their homework on Baker Mayfield. And it sounds like some within the building want Baker Mayfield to be their next starting quarterback, or they really could go the rookie route. They could draft Jaden Daniels, Drake may JJ McCarthy with that third overall pick, bring in a mentor to guide him along. Baker Mayfield, not going to sign up for that job. Baker Mayfield looking to get the bag, but It could be Joe Flacco, the elite one, guiding the young quarterback of the future to the New England Patriots. Joe Flacco, Baker Mayfield, who would you rather see as a New England Patriot?
1: Hey, I want to thank you for being part of this broadcast. If you have any thoughts on it, leave a comment. If you enjoyed it, make sure you leave a like. And if you want to see more shows on the Player Profiler channel, subscribe to it. That's how we know. You want more.